2: Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
1: It's Monday, March 30th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. With the most number of confirmed COVID-19 cases in the world here in the U.S., new hotspots are emerging. While mostly concentrated on the coast, more cases are creeping into other cities. The CDC has issued a domestic travel advisory urging residents of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut not to travel for 14 days. In other news, GM and Ford are working to make more ventilators, and new polls show Joe Biden and Trump in a competitive race for 2020. Julia Manchester, political reporter for The Hill, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Julia. Thank you for having me. We're continuing our conversation about coronavirus and its spread throughout the United States. We've been seeing a lot of hotspots on the coast, most notably New York. I know they're kind of the epicenter of this right now, but on the West Coast and the East Coast, that you know, there's high numbers. And as the need grows for more protective equipment for medical workers and ventilators, things that we need to treat patients, the spread of the virus is starting to get down into middle America. Now there's new hotspots that are people are talking about
3: absolutely you're seeing the virus really and we don't really know if it's necessarily moved because remember this is something that can be very asymptomatic so you could have it for a long amount of time or a certain period of time and not realize you have it so what i think is really happening is you're seeing a lot more testing being done but you're also seeing continuing you know some travel between the states as well i mean it's not like the entire country has been shut down 100% so you're seeing that a lot and actually where i am here in florida we're really Really starting to see the impacts of it. Remember, um, I'm in Central Florida right now, but in South Florida, there are a lot of New York, uh, part-time New York or New Jersey residents ha- going to their winter homes in Florida or going back and forth. And we've seen a lot of hotspots really pop up in South Florida, and a lot of that is attributed to the epicenter of it being really in New York right now. And you've seen uh, Governor Ron DeSantis here, and we've also seen this happening and happening in Rhode Island as well. They've been ordering uh, people who have traveled from the tri-state area or the New York area to quarantine themselves for two weeks, about 14 days. So that's really been an impact. And you're also seeing it happening in other states as well. Michigan is a huge state that's thought to be a big epicenter as well, Louisiana Louisiana I thought I think is very interesting and I kind of see some comparisons between Louisiana and Italy because in Louisiana it was kind of thought that this really started because of the Mardi Gras celebrations earlier this month and the large gatherings of people. And that was thought, you know, in Italy, the these large gatherings um, in early March or I guess late February was part of that. So it is starting to become and it has been a nationwide problem. But I think overall, the more testing you see, the more positive cases are going to be reported.
1: Yeah. And those travel restrictions, uh, as you mentioned, you know, kind of leads us into something that happened over the weekend. The president said he was considering quarantine measures for New York, New Jersey and Connecticut, seeing as how it's kind of an epicenter there. Then he backed off of it. I think some of the governors were mad. Andrew Cuomo said it would cause chaos if they actually put on full, complete lockdowns. But after that, shortly after that, the CDC issued travel advisory saying anybody traveling from there needs to quarantine themselves for two weeks. I also wanted to talk about vital equipment that hospitals and states need right now. The president had activated the Defense Production Act, but it wasn't until this past weekend that he actually said that he's directing General Motors to start producing ventilators. And there was some back and forth between them, but it seems that Ford and General Motors are both working with companies right now to help make these medical devices so they can supply them to the states.
3: Definitely. And you saw the president getting praise for that move, even from Democrats. Joe Biden said he congratulated President Trump for finally invoking the order. We are implementing the order. We know that he technically invoked it earlier this week or might have been late last week. But, you know, a lot of his critics still say This should have been done earlier this he should have been putting more pressure on these companies earlier to produce this equipment. But right now we're going to see them really start to create those ventilators to send out to the states. We know that uh, medical equipment is a huge concern across the country and even in urban centers like the New York City area, the Boston area. Michigan, for example. So I think this is definitely good for right now, but I think a lot of people are questioning why this really doesn't wasn't done earlier.
1: And you mentioned Joe Biden. I just wanted to bring him up for a moment. It's a weird time to be campaigning for a general election almost. I know Senator Bernie Sanders is still in the race, but it seems like Joe Biden is so far ahead right now, at least with the delegate count. Uh, so he's, his campaign has gone completely digital. He's kind of trying to contrast himself with the response to the President Trump to this crisis right now. And there was a new Washington Post-ABC poll that has them running pretty close. Joe Biden at 49% and President Trump at 47% among registered voters. The interesting in that is that Trump is more trusted to handle the economy, which is a very tricky situation right now with what we're dealing with. And Biden is more trusted to manage health care policy, which is also something that we're kind of dealing with right now. So this is kind of the latest from the polls.
3: Yeah, and I think what you're seeing right now are their two strengths. You know, Remember, President Trump has always touted the fact that there have been stock market gains, at least the macroeconomic level in his administration, which there absolutely has been, whereas Joe Biden has really pushed this healthcare measure. I mean, during the Obama administration, Joe Biden very much was involved in the writing and the passing of the Affordable Care Act. So that's definitely both of their strengths being played out in this. And you're seeing Joe Biden, really trying to push this issue of public health and the need to improve public health. He has set up his own public health advisory on the campaign. And, you know, to the digital part, his campaign has very much um, tried to revamp their presence in the digital landscape because it's really the only place they can have a presence at this point. Right. So you're seeing them come out with a newsletter, a podcast, this is them really trying to counter program President Trump, but also really try to keep themselves, uh, keep Vice President Biden in the public eye. And they're really pushing his executive experience as vice president, his experience as a leader dealing with crisis. He often talks about what he did to uh, in the Obama administration to combat the Ebola epidemic in 2014 and the swine flu in 2009, maybe parts of 2010. So they're definitely pushing that. However, it's difficult because you see the networks airing President Trump's press conferences with uh, people like Dr. Fauci, Dr. Deborah Birx, who are very popular with the public right now. They are seen as very trusted public figures.
1: And I think that definitely helps the Trump campaign to
3: have those people by his
1: side. Julia Manchester, political reporter at The Hill. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been your daily coronavirus update. Don't forget that for more top news stories, you can catch me on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
0: These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
2: Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amon. Dr. Amon, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry,